Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Fork in the Road. It was written by Riley Kruger, who is also our game master. It's available from Miskatonic Repository, and this is a one-shot. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Riley? Thank you, Tom. So, in the 1930s, the music industry was in a time of great change. Uh, after the advent of the First World War and vinyl records finally starting to outstrip phonograph records, the music industry had pivoted from selling sheet music to selling actual recordings. The small problem was that these recordings were not of the highest quality to be played on radio, which meant that local radio stations would get in local acts in order to promote uh, and open for musicians that were touring to their little area of the world. Howell and Finch, a upstart small act, have been hired by WAGM Presque Isle, Maine, in order to open for a mysterious touring act that this record company doesn't really want to say who it is it's a bit of a surprise and we come into the car as robert howell is driving on route to this gig and i'm gonna throw to robert how's the drive looking you're muted it's a little bumpy but uh we're, we're gonna make it okay yeah that's it's a little bit bumpy you're starting to come off of um sealed roads and going on to some um, dirtier roads, uh, some unsealed dirt roads especially. Um, coming around a bend, you come across a fork in the road. <laughs> now, at this fork in the road, it peels off to the left, it peels off to the right, and in the middle there's a small figure. And I'm going to throw over to the rest of the car to introduce themselves and discuss what they would like to do next. R Robbie, brother, what's going on up there? Well, uh, do you do you see what what's up here? There's a a, a fork in the path. Uh what's what's that in the middle there? Well, let me check here. I'll go up and take a look as well. All right. So, as you're coming closer to this figure in the road, I'd like everybody to please roll their power. No. <laughs> failure. Mm, failure. That's a fail for me. I oh. passed. Regular success. <laughs> Everyone who failed, you see immediately that there's a dude just sort of leaning up against his car. It looks pretty fancy, and this dude's dressed real nice. People who passed... You could swear for like 0. 0.2 of a second. That car wasn't there. He was leaning on nothing on air. Bit weird. But anyway. Do you think he has he's, he's having car troubles? Now now, Miss Finch. It might be nice to help people, but you'll get nowhere in this business for being late. No, that no. gentleman Max. will be just fine. We're way ahead of schedule. Look that very he's that's a very nice car. Maybe he'd be willing to throw a few dollars our way to help him. Thanks. 
Well, y'all stay. Good. If you're going to pull over, Robert, uh, I'll I'll get out and see. Now, why why are we pull why are we pulling over? There's no there's no need to be pulling over, Mister Fairbanks. Well, we need to figure out which way we're going anyway, right? Rob, do you even know if we're going left or right? <clears throat> I'm going to have to check the map here. This is I, I wasn't expecting this. No, I don't, I don't see a fork on the map. So that's right. There was no fork on this map. You must have taken the wrong turn somewhere. Well, let's get our bearings. We can help this gentleman out while we do that. I wouldn't mind stretching my legs, neither. Mr. Fairbanks, you just pour yourselves another martini and go sit in the back. I'm already ahead of you, Mr. Biblio. Just call me Wayne. <laughs> so if if he if Robert stops the, the is it a, is it a bus? It's a, it's a larger touring car. Um, you're all able to fit relatively comfortably uh, with the guitars in the back, sort of accompanying uh, whoever is unlucky enough to be in the very back seat. Um, so I'll I'll hop out while Robert is pulling the car to a stop. So the car is still moving a little bit as I hop out. And I'll walk over to the guy and I'll say, hey, buddy, what's up? You oh, okay? Hi there. Wayne, could you please roll your spot hidden? Six C eight. Let's see. Spot hidden is twenty-five. No, no. So uh as you're walking up to him, you see that he stops whatever he's doing with his hands and he goes and puts something in his pocket. He says, Ah oh, hi there, sir. I'm I'm terribly sorry to inconvenience you, but I have a spot of car trouble. And he offers his hand to shake it. I'll shake his hand. Well, let me take a look. Strong hands, sir. Do you move oh. heavy things for a living? Oh uh, yes, in fact, I do. I'm uh, we're a musician group. I move all the equipment. Oh, you're in the music industry. Well, so am I. I must admit, mm. there's uh, good times in the music industry ahead. But Why don't you, you see, pop pop the hood, and I'll I'll take a look. Yeah, I, I have a spot of car trouble. I, Please, if you know anything about fixing cars, I'd love for you to uh, take a look. And he passes you his case. When I see you uh, pop the hood, I'll uh, I'll kind of look around and, and kind of get out of the car and, and go join you. All right. So as Wayne walks up to go pop the hood of the car, I'd like everybody to roll their willpower once more. Oh nine, that's as extreme. Really? Uh, Hard pass. I failed this time. You Hard pass for me as well. Hard pass. All right, so everybody but Max has passed, which is brilliant. So, Max, you're just sitting with your martini in the back of the car, um, and you feel this like warm sensation start to roll over you, and the inside of the car starts looking a lot brighter and brighter. And then suddenly you're just out. Everybody else, because you've passed, sitting in the car or walking over to the car or standing physically at the car, you see that as Wayne's lifted up the bonnet, this bright light has come out and it's washed over you, almost like uh, the waves in the ocean do. And it feels warm and it feels inviting and it feels so, so comfortable. You open your eyes for just a second longer and you see Harry, the fella that stopped in the middle of the road, and he's smiling. 
He looks very proud of himself. And then you two pass out. Mm. Everybody wakes up, lying flat on their back. Their head is cushioned with some soft material. Directly above you is some sort of cable that runs uh, back into where your head's facing, all the way down into the distance from where your toes are facing. It goes off into the distance. Either side of you, you see there's some heavy material, but as you like look properly at it, you think you can see someone else laying on the other side? Roy? Roy, are you... Where are we? Uh, I don't rightly know. Give me just a minute. Get the cobwebs out of my head. Now, Wayne, what kind of bootleg moonshine was in the back of the car? Nothing out of the ordinary, Mr. Banfair. Drinking so much. I hadn't had a drink at all today. What happened? Must have been the smell from that still. Am I able to sit up? Rob, are you here? Yeah, you can sit up uh, perfectly fine. But as you sit up, you notice that you're alone in this little corridor. And you can see that there's some sort of... This fabric is separating you from the people that are either side of you, Wayne. On your right, you can see Della. And on your left, you can see Robert. And there's so fabric. You can all hear each other perfectly fine. What the hell is this? This fabric is real smooth, real nice. It's heavy. It's okay. Trying to lift it up, it's real heavy. But when you pull down on it, it sort of goes with your hand, almost like more's coming. What the fuck? Pardon Uh, my language. Is there any way through it? Cloth. Yeah, or, yeah. So yeah. there's a there's a clear corridor directly uh, forward and backwards, but this cloth sort of runs behind where you've mm-hmm. woken up, mm-hmm. and it runs either side of you down into this sort of corridor. I, I can't see a way through. Maybe we should keep moving forward. How bright is it in here? Now that you think about the light, you don't see a light source wherever you are, but. Looking up, you see that somehow this room is lit. And it's lit in this purpley orange haze. And there's no real way you can see of it actually lighting up. There's no spotlight, there's no light bulb, there's no torch, there's no nothing. And I never need, never seen any show lighting like that. Hey, I, I agree, Della. I think we should just keep going. I'm I'm definitely just I'm I'm a, a roadie. I'm used to being backstage, so I'm just going to immediately walk to where I think I can get through to everybody else. We're separated. We can't get to each other. Yeah, you're you're, you're presently separated hear from each, each other, other, but you can hear each other just fine. Yeah, what, what? let me figure this out. So I'm just going to start uh, walking. Are you going to walk down the corridor or are you going to walk into the fabric? I'm going to walk down the corridor. Well, I don't find any openings in the fabric, right? Between there is no opening in the fabric at all. So I'll just keep, I'll walk down. I'm going to try to lift the fabric from the bottom. Yeah, that's what I was going to try yeah. to do. So it gives, but only a little bit. If you applied your like full strength to it, maybe you could make an opening. But this is unusually heavy. Can I? Uh, uh, 
just speak to someone on the other side of me and see, hey, do you, let's try and see if we can't pull this up from the bottom. I know it wants to come down from the top, but maybe we can get underneath it. Yeah, so Roy, directly across from you is Max. He's okay. the next person across from you. M- M- Mr. Fairbanks? Uh, what is it, Roy? Do you, want, do, do you want to try and give me a hand with this here? Uh, I don't know. Are these curtains? I, I thought maybe we could try and go underneath them. I don't know exactly what that's going to help, Roy, but uh, if you want to try, I'll, I'll help. I yeah, just so can't you see. You two are lifting the same curtain together. Uh, it is a strength roll with a bonus die to whoever has the highest strength. Okay. I'll I probably... have a strength of 55. So Yeah, I think my strength is 70. Um, let me check very quickly here. It is 70, yes. All right. That is a regular 41. All right. So with both of you putting all your might into lifting this curtain up, you feel it start to give only a little bit, and you're shaking to hold it up. And you see that you've managed to make a hole about that big from the bottom of the curtain to the floor. I got some kind of cable holding this thing down. Mr. Fairbanks, can you get your foot under there? I, I don't want it to get crushed, Roy. All right, let it go, let it go. One, two, three. <laughs> it falls without a sound. But it was ungodly heavy. Ooh. Hurt my fretting hand. I did, now, don't be doing that, Roy. You need that hand. I'm all right, The hand will get you places. Well, thank you, sir. Let's just keep moving forward, then, if we can't, if we can't part these curtains. Well, yeah, maybe so let's Wayne. keep talking so we can make sure that we're still near each other, though. Yeah, so uh, Wayne took off a little bit before um, everyone else started moving. Um, Wayne, as you're walking along this floor, you don't really have a lot to look at other than the cable above and the floor below. Mm-hmm. So you see that the on the floor, it's made out of wood that's sort of all one piece. But every so often, there's this metal inlay. And they get slightly higher uh, each time, so they get taller and taller. And the further along you go, the taller they get, until you're starting to, like, having to step physically over them properly, and then you're having to vault over them. Well, I'm not going to... I'm going to stop there. Something's weird. Um, I'm going to head back to where they are, um, if I can locate them by their voices. Um Yeah. Can I assume I have like a pocket knife? You can absolutely have a pocket knife. Yeah, I'll pull out my pocket knife and say, here, let me see if I can just, you know, they can fix it later with, a, you know, the sewing team can sew it back together, whatever it is. I'm going to try to slice through it. Yeah, I just try and slice through it. goes through like butter. And almost immediately, as if it's in front of your eyes, the fabric repairs itself. This will be a sandy roll, please, Wayne. I'm going to do one of those like loud whistles to be like, hey, Wayne, where are you at? Yeah, we're all right here, but I failed. A failure is just a one. Okay. There's got to be folds and folds of this fabric. uh, uh, Hold on. Let me try this again. So what I'm going to do this time is as I slice, I'm going to try and pull the sides apart. Okay. So I would like to get a strength roll from you, please. 
98. No. Okay. So as you slice, you grab hold of it real fine, but you feel it physically pushing your hand closer towards where the edge is. And try as you might to fight it, it just launches itself out of your grip almost effortlessly. This is the goddamnest thing I've ever seen. There's, there's Wait, you some... said you went all the way down to the end? What, I started to go. There was, there was some sort of an obstruction, a metal thing that kept getting bigger and bigger. I don't know. Can you, if I, if I push on the cloth, can the person next to me see me push the yeah, cloth? It, it moves. Like, you, you can see each other if you're focusing on uh, the person. So if you're physically next to them, you can see them almost like there's nothing there. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm assuming we don't have any of a, like our equipment or anything. Unless you took it with you out of the car, you Got do it. not have anything. No. All right, well, let's move down a little ways. Let's see what these metal things you are. Know, I always keep my harmonica in my pocket, but I don't know how yeah. that's going to help. You're welcome to have your harmonica, Maximilian. Um, wait, as you're checking out these metal things walking around, I'd like you to roll spot hidden for me, please. Okay. 78, no luck. Oh. Ooh. A 10. No. So, Roy, as you're checking these inlays out, you start to, like, as you're starting to have a vault over them, you see something that's sort of rolled into a corner of your little corridor. And picking it up, you see it's a light bulb. But it doesn't look like a light bulb that you would recognize. It's some fancy twisty design that no way that fits in one of your sockets. I found something over here, but I don't think it's any help. It, it looks like it's supposed to be some kind of light bulb, but it's not any kind of light bulb I've ever used before. Let me know if y'all see a socket we can put it in. All I see is these Cables up above us. About how high are they? Uh, they're roughly above your head height. So unless you're like size thirty, I think it is. Um, you can reach it with relative ease. Mm. Um, if you're size eighty, then you sort of have to like push your head to the side so you're not hitting your head on it as you walk around. Oh, oh, I have to do that. I have to walk on the side of it. Yeah, you just have to like move your move your head to the side a little bit. You're right. I, I'm gonna. It's, my hand on the cable. No, I'll, see I'll, if... I'll grab it. Yeah, so the cable's made of metal. And like testing it, you can see that it will support your weight if you like were to pull it. Like you can pull yourself off the ground with it and nothing happens really. Hmm. If I if I like move it back or forth, does it move at all? So the cable itself is stuck, but you can very easily move along it if you'd like to. Is it a solid metal or is it a uh uh, twisted like a, like an actual cable. It's it's like a braided cable, so it's like a bunch of metal twisted around. All right. Well, let's see. You say that yeah, you have to start climbing over stuff when you get yeah. down here towards the end. Maybe you can use the cable to help you up and over. Yeah, so it's not so look pretty easy. This is um, the what the fuck are we in? Is this uh? 
some kind of an amusement park or and the last some... thing I remember was us pulling over to help that man. I told I told you we should have kept on schedule. Well, is this the venue? Well, you might have Are been right, backstage? Mr. Fairbanks. This is the this is the strangest radio station I've ever seen if it yeah. is. This ain't no backstage. Well, where are we then, Wayne? I, I that guy must have done something to us. Find find kind of human being that you get out to help them and they do something to you. Probably he's, he's he got us like nice trapped man. in here. The whole I mean, people can see him all sorts of things. Not everybody's as nice as a as myself, you know. Yeah, but we're not like in California. We're out here in the good part of the world. Well, Wayne, when you... Well, I mean, don't you know, Wayne, Californians can travel out of that state. That's true. There. He could have been a damn Californian. That was a very fancy car. Uh, when, when you shook his hand, do you remember what he looks like? Maybe we yeah. can find that son of a bitch. I kind of remember what, what he looks like. What did he say his name like? was? What did he say his name was? Oh, shit. He did say something. Ah. You'd roll your uh, note. A reminder. 99. Yeah. Maybe it was uh, Pequod. Jamison or Henderson or Ray. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of names thrown around. He said he was a musician, too. I didn't recognize him, but seems to have made some money. Look at that car. was nice. Maybe it wasn't uh, his. You think he stole it? I don't know. I mean, he was kind of well-dressed, wasn't he? If he's going to knock out a couple of simple country folk like us, I imagine. Maybe, maybe Mr. Fairbanks had known, would have known him if he'd have seen him. Um, that, Maybe, but... I mean, well, I know on, I know there was somebody else heading up to that uh, station for the for the show. They were going to have mm. somebody else playing. Let's just figure night. this out. Yeah, let's the, his opening act. Yeah, let's keep going. All right. So, moving further down your uh, corridors, these inlays start to get higher and higher and higher. Um, first, you're stepping over them, then you're like vaulting over them, and eventually you come to a set of three that you physically have to climb over. Um, now, uh, mechanically, it's going to work like this. You can either roll your climb or your dexterity. Roll climb. Roll one dexterity. That's a failure. <laughs> oh, five. 28 is a hard success. It's an extreme success. I go over them like 27 just for me. people on the stage. There <laughs> you go, Roy. Normal success. Okay. How bad was your failure, Della? Uh, I was just off by nine. Okay. So climbing up and over these um, barriers, uh, Wayne, you jump it like it's nothing. Just like full vaulted, no worries whatsoever. And Robert Roy and Max, you follow suit pretty uh, quickly. And what you find on the other side of these uh, barriers is all these like material curtains that have been separating you stop. And instead you're greeted with a large gaping hole that these wires continue over, uh, which Della is very quickly introduced to when they come vaulting over and come oh so close to just tumbling in. What in the hell? 
Nadella, as you've come over and you've fallen, your hand just briefly drops into the hole and you feel this cold sensation starting to work its way up your arm. It goes away. It's cold. Oh, that feels terrible. Now, oh. say the same thing I said to, to Roy, Miss Finch. Uh, take care of those hands now. Well, we can't we can't go any farther and walk them, but we're no longer separated. Yeah, so you're no longer separated by these material, but you do see that the uh, curtains that were on Della's right walking towards the hole and Roy's left walking towards the hole, these curtains do continue further around. Um, they sort of loop around into a convergence at the end where all the cables also end up, although the cables continue going straight. I mean, but, if there's some way to get up to the to the rafters or whatever's above us, I mean, we could perhaps continue our, our progression without going into this uh, this here here hole. Well, it seems to me like whoever designed this maze from hell uh, means for us to climb climb along the cables. To get over the hole, that or or climb around on the curtains. About how wide? Well, I, I don't. I have a bad feeling about those curtains. Uh, this hole is about half the distance that you've walked in diameter, um, and stretches roughly. So there's maybe about um. Now, not the like unit of measurement, but like one of your feet, like you could go like mm -hmm. foot foot uh, along the edge if you really wanted to uh, test your balance to get around it. Mm. Because the curtain still freely comes down if you were yeah, to grab so onto the curtain. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me see if I can cross it. See what dangers on the other side. Wow, Wayne, you just be careful. I don't like carrying my guitar around too often, and I pat him on the back. All right, so I'm going to jump up, pull my legs up, and crisscross my legs around the cable, and then use my hand to pull. All right, so you may roll your dexterity or your climb. Either one is appropriate. Okay. 55 out of 55. All right. Dex. So everyone sees Wayne full crisscross walk their way over the hole and down to the other side safely. What do you see over right. there? Yeah, do I see anything? Can I, I I'm not too so, far away from them. Where the wires go into this sort of curtain convergence. Uh -huh. There's some funny red marks on the wall. Like letters or characters or... You see, now that you're looking at it closer, they're starting to move around. And they're starting to spell a sentence. I'd like you to roll your sanity because this is a weird thing to be occurring. As you see on this Bail. wall, say my name. My name. Uh, just a D4 for me, please, Wayne. 
if I uh, travel along the outside, could I hold on to a cable and? Yes, you can. I'll I'll try that. Yeah, to to the extent that using a cable or even the curtain is a bonus roll on your dexterity, a bonus die on your dexterity roll rather. There's some sort of writing on the wall, but it it moves. Are you still looking at the writing, Wayne? Yeah, it says these letters. They're melting, and they melt down, and underneath where it did say "say my name." It reforms into it says say my name and then it's just got a weird jumble of letters um Nyar Lathotep sounds Egyptian. Well hang on, I'm I'm getting over there. I'll I'll come I'll come Look at it. Be careful, Robbie. As this name. From the convergence, you see this bright light, much like the one that came out of the engine before, start to oh, fill Lord. the room. And it slowly hovers Wayne. Wayne, you feel so warm and comfortable. And what then you the wake hell? Up somewhere very, very cold. And this light is still coming towards the people that are uh, on the other side of the hole. Robert, it gets to you next. Oh, God. Oh, and God. You're coming across this hole, you feel your entire body go limp and you start to fall into this hole. As the light covers you, you feel, oh, so warm. So warm that it counteracts how cold this hole feels. And you two wake up somewhere very, very cold. Uh, Della, Max, and Roy, I'd like you to roll spot hidden for me. Oh, that's a failure <laughs> for me. 60 is a pass. Okay, Thank so you, Mr. Fairbanks. Roy and Della are too shocked at this light and Robert falling. But that, Max, I mean, that's watching uh... Rob as he was falling and tracking from the motion of his fall, you can see down into this hole and you see there's a figure deep in this hole that's standing up sort of hunched over like this facing away from you and then you see two people lying closer to you arms crossed like this and that is the last thing that you see before the light takes the other three of you it feels oh so warm and comforting and then you two wake up somewhere very very cold and wayne are my, are my hands like this by chance yes, your hands are like that per chance Wayne, you, as you dream, your mind opens to this reality that you had been oh so, so naive to ignore. And your mind opens to these great and terrible beings that in an instant, if you even registered to them, could snuff you out as easily as you snuff out the flame in your candle. And your Cthulhu mythos increases by five uh. as you roll your sanity points. I'm failing every time. How many uh. points? A D6. Oh, a D6 is 
Uh, everyone else, it's just a funny looking name and then some light came and gotcha. Who knows? Maybe this is all a really bad dream. Uh, Wayne is taking I, I the think, brunt of the sad he lost for everyone this time around. I think we're, uh, we all ended up in that hole. I thought I saw that man standing uh, above the other two down here. We all look like one of them uh, King Tut fellows they dug up out of the sand. Yeah, so you're not restricted. You can uh, move your arms and sit up quite freely. And as you sit up, uh, you see, Max, this same figure that you saw from top down before is now stood a good 20 metres away from you, head down, away from you. I'd like everyone to roll their listen, please. Oh, 18. <laughs> 92. 95. Regular. Regular for me as well. So, Wayne and Roy, you can hear some sort of wet smacking sound. Della, you can hear that sound is coming from that man. Looks like someone's eating a watermelon. The man we saw earlier? Is that him? The car? I I, I think so. But what's he doing? What's he doing? What's he doing? Don't worry, kids. I'll I'll handle this. I'll start walking up to him to be like, uh, excuse me, mister. So inside this um really cold, deep hole, um, the only light source is actually coming from beyond where this person is. And so someone said they're sort of bathed in shadow as you walk closer up towards them. Uh Max, you get a better look at this person. And you see that as they're hunched over, their shirt's a little ripped. And you can see a bit of their shoulder. And their shoulder is not in a good way. Maybe they've had a motorbike accident or something because it's all torn up and black and infected. It's not very nice. Uh, mister. Man turns. And you see, as he holds one hand out, it's empty, and the lights come on. And everybody now sees this man who has some weird skin disease with blood dripping from his lips and a severed hand in his right hand. Oh my god. Oh my god. What's going on? 43 is a pass. That's a I failed. <laughs> 90. Oof. This is just like Tennessee. So if you pass, this is clearly a parlor trick. Memphis. He's got some makeup on. Uh, it's only a singular point of sanity. Because it is a bit shocking, but it's still, like, fake. If you fail, this is a D6 plus one. Ooh. Ooh, six. Oh, oh six. no. No. <laughs> Three. Yeah, yeah, that was a, a seven total for me. <laughs> mm. Dell, you're going to experience a bout of temporary insanity. The good thing is that seeing this man, you have a similar revelation to what Wayne did. There are some real fucked up things in this world that if they really wanted to, they could get rid of you just like that. But what really passes in your mind, Della, is that thing's going to try and kill Roy. And Roy, what really passes in your mind is it's really going to try and kill Della. Uh, Yeah. 
So how you react to that is your own choice when you're role play. Oh, I think I just absolutely clutch her as close to my breast as possible unless she physically fights me against it. I'm just patting the side of her hair. Stella, Della, Della, it's okay, my dear. Royce, he's going to get us. Royce, coming for you. I think. No, no, no. You can't life. talk like no, that. Don't talk like that, Della. Don't Royce. talk like that. There's, no, there's nothing you, to worry about. It's just one of them magicians. Uh, now, so Mr. <laughs> uh, you see, as Max is trying to like calm down the other two, this man with the messed up skin and the severed hand starts to reach his left hand out towards Max. And Max, I'd like you to roll your power, please. 92! Okay. <sighs> he rolled an 11, so... Um... Oh, no. That, uh, by my Max... figure, and that's a lot less than 92. <laughs> that's just a lot less than 92. Max... It dawns on you that this man has a great idea for you, and you really want to do it. And you turn your head back to him, and he holds the hand out, and he says, Eat. Now, would anyone like to do anything to stop Max taking this hand and taking a bite out of it? I Elms absolutely are about of madness. Well, it depends on yeah. how yeah, long that's true. That's true. that's true. I, I, I think the welfare of the company is my job, so... Yeah. Like. So, uh, mechanically, Max is not directly next to this person. They're still close enough for two rounds of combat. So if you would like to uh, physically restrain Max, it's going to be a fighting brawl roll. God, Max, nothing's going to stop you from getting your teeth around that sweet, hunky piece of bacon. Now, Mr. Fairbanks, you don't want to do that. That's nasty. I, 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 I don't know, Wayne. I, 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 so I, I try uh, to grab a hold of Mr. Fairbanks' clothing, but apparently I don't. I don't get a good hold. Oh no! All right, one more person can try. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to stand, stand in in front of him and be like, "You don't, you don't want to mess with this guy." All right, brilliant dexterity, Rob. Come on, That's, Robbie. It's not a hand sandwich. Ooh, I just barely passed. Yes. Okay. 62 out of 65. sneak in and sort of play block. Ah. Robbie. What? I rolled Robbie. a 24. I'm terribly sorry. Um, The man with the messed up hand oh, literally no. just reaches over your shoulder and just offers the hand over to Max. Oh, oh don't no. do it. <laughs> Max, I'd like you to roll power. This is your one chance to break out of this. Come on, Max. Mr. Fairbanks. All right, 62. I will spend 17 points of luck. <laughs> That's a seven hand. What the fuck are you doing? And now I'd like everyone's dexterity because we're going to go into combat. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, my dexterity is 80. Uh, Regular. Fif oh, 55. Sorry. 55. 55. 55 for me. <laughs> Got a low dexterity for as well? Brody. Yeah, 55 as well. And Wayne, you are? 55. I'm uh, sorry, uh, Robert. 65. 65, thank you. I wrote Wayne's down in Robert's because I'm very smart. Okay, so, Max, you look at his hand. 
Re revulsion. That's your turn. You, you, you magician hypnotist bastard. I want to try to. All right. And we go to Robert. <laughs> it is your move. What would you like to do? So this guy just reached over my shoulder, right? Yes, he did. I'm going to try to like knock it, knock that hand away because I'm sure it like upset me. <laughs> yes, that's free. You, you can just sort of go, and yeah, I'm going to knock that hand away and then kind of back away from him. All right. He's not happy that his plan's been foiled, but he's going to try one more time. And so he's reaching towards Robert because Robert's now the closest person to him. Robert, I'd like you to roll your power, please. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, boy. <laughs> Robert, be careful. That's a fail. That's not good. The man has rolled a regular success. Robert, this guy's got a great idea. And he's got a delicious looking, like, it's made of bacon, obviously. Uh, he's holding it out to you. No, dude. So on Robert's next turn, he is going to grab and bite into this if no one stops him or stops the person who is controlling him. We're up to Wayne. What would you like to do? I'm going to punch this thing in the face. Roll your fighting roll. He is going to fight back. Uh, come on, Wayne. 94. Oh, oh no. God, so, I'm the biggest, strongest guy in here, and I can't. He sort of ducks out of the way and comes back to like clock you but he just like grazes the underside of your ear to the point that it doesn't even hurt like he's missed you but only just all right Della what would you like to do I'm uh, trying to uh, drag Roy away we, we've got to get out of here he's trying he's gonna try to get you Roy's gonna try to get all of us we need to leave and I'm I guess Roy. looking for an exit something you see that on the other side of this dude is this sort of like rectangular beam of light that's like blocked a little bit. So it's it's a, a rectangle that's not filled in of light. And that's what was lighting him up before. Mm. I'm, I'm walking toward that and trying to drag Roy with me. Brilliant. Roy, what would you like to do? Are you like going with Della or are you? Uh, you know, Robbie's my brother. I don't think I want him to eat that severed hand. So uh, I reckon I... I don't want to upset Della. You know, this is an opportunity for us to maybe rekindle things and feel like we're having real conversations, but at the same time. So maybe I let her pull me, but as I'm going by him, maybe I try and just swat the hand out of his hand. Can I do that? Make him fumble? Okay. This is will that... be a, a fighting brawl maneuver. Okay. Well, I'm not very good at that, so it makes a lot of sense. Uh, 51, so that's failure. Okay. So in attempting to, like, swat your hand away the dude drops the hand it's now on the floor and we go to max what would you like to do yeah this uh this here hypnotist magician fellow he's some kind of vagrant um i'm sure he's also perverted in some ungodly way so i'm <laughs> Going to proceed uh, to try and tackle him to the ground to protect these young people. Brilliant. So uh, I'd like you to roll your fighting rolls and maneuver. A 21 is a pass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm so surprised. All right. So you sock him 
and just take him into the ground. Uh, he hits his head, uh, so you can roll your damage for me. You know, we have to reassess our feelings. Just... Our feelings Two. towards Mr. Fairbanks. Two. Brilliant. I think he needs a raise. I think so maybe he, another 2%. When he hits his head, Robert, you have a millisecond of clarity. And so you get to have a power roll to see if you can break out of this, much like Max did. Okay. 39 out of 50. Brilliant. You're like looking and you were salivating at this hand that's on the floor. And then you realize that's not fake. That's a real human hand. Uh, our friend is now very angry. And Max, you are the closest person to him having tackled him onto the floor. And he's going to like claw at you as you're um, like lying on top of him. I'll try to dodge, I guess. Oh, I got with a 60, though. So, as he's, like, coming down, he, he's rolled a 100. He, like, <gasps> manages to miss you entirely and just cut his own leg with his claw-like hands. <sighs> and so he's going to do a couple points of damage to himself. <sighs> he's, done, he's, done a, he's done a bit of damage to himself, but he's not dead. Uh, Wayne, what would you like to do? So, um, if I'm picturing this correctly, the man's on the bottom, Max is on top of him. Uh, Max has managed to roll off of him uh, as a result of his catastrophic okay. failure to attack Max. The guy came up with his claws and yeah, stuck so him into his like, own leg. He's, done, he's going to do this, and Max has like, rolled off of him, and he's just come down onto himself. But he's still on the ground. He's still prone on the ground, yeah. I am going to kick him in the face. Brilliant. You get a bonus die to this action because you're standing up and he is prone. Awesome. Twenty-five. So that is that. That is a an extreme, not not extreme, a hard. Aww. Roll your damage. Uh, let's see what that one damage be. Plus damage bonus. Uh, seven. All right. As you sink your boot into this thing's skull, you hear a wet crack. I didn't expect that. This thing <laughs> that had been smiling so gleefully this entire time, he loses his smile a little bit and then he stops moving. And that rectangle of light that Della and Roy were heading towards, this rectangle starts to get a bit bigger and bigger, almost like a doorway opening. Mm. You can see through that doorway the fork in the road from where your troubles all began. Dela, go! Go! Get out! Get out! Yeah, running, right. running. I helped Mr. Leaving. Fairbanks up. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Wayne. Bye, right, Robert. So, yeah, I'm going to make sure Roy and Della are getting out. Everybody's getting out. Fantastic. So, sprinting through the door, you're greeted one last time with this really warm comforting feeling um it, it sort of feels like the best booze you've ever drunk like on a real cold night and everyone's singing songs and it just goes and hits your body perfectly and you all wake up sitting with your backs against a tree there are brown paper bags with glass bottles in them strewn about 
and you're back in ostensibly the real world. Your car's parked just a little while way away. I'd like everybody to roll listen. Can you repeat that? We just uh, roll listen, please, Robert. 97. Oh, three. 73. Brilliant. 87. That's a fair. Nine out of 60. So that would be what, an extreme? So, Delver and Robert, you are keenly aware, as are the rest of the group with the um, resulting dust cloud, there's a car speeding towards the fork. It is absolutely going like the clappers, just zooming. And it comes past you guys. And you can hear this high-pitched laughter as you see the guy that was staying at this fork drive past you howling with laughter and he throws something at Roy. You're going to catch it? You're going to dodge it? What would you like to do? I'm going to try and catch it. Alright, roll your dexterity. Oh, 15! That might be extremes. I don't think so. Extreme. No, it's not. I'll, I'll I'll use four luck to make it extreme. Brilliant. Roy, you like full karate just snap catch it. And as the man drives off into the distance, a giant dust cloud twirling behind him, still <laughs> laughing away like he's heard the funniest thing he's ever heard before. You open your hand and you see that in your hand is a small plectrum, a guitar pick. And on this guitar pick is a snake that has twisted itself into the treble clef. And you don't know why, but you feel like you'd be really, really good at guitar. Like, you're good, but now you are the best. Oh, man. Don't that look pretty? Don't that Nick. look pretty? What, what, what's that got on there, Robert? Roy? It's a... Uh... It's just pick, Robbie. It's just, it's just pick. It's a nice pick. I swear, I had a dream about that man. Why are we here, Wayne? Did you bring all this booze? No, I didn't bring all this booze. I, I think we need to look at that map again. We're gonna be late. Oh God! For the radio, I we had the strangest go. dream. You were all in it too. Was it a dream? Did I don't we? Think so. Roy, did you make a bargain with the devil? I don't think so, but I think there was a Californian. That makes a lot of sense. Untrustworthy types. That makes a lot of sense. I don't know. Uh, You're a musician, and he just gave you some sort of the pick of power. Wayne, you, you're not making laughing. Wayne, talking Let's nonsense. I mean, I've heard stories about people selling their souls to the devil and him giving. That's, you need to play you something, talk like Roy, that, Wayne. See you if you're suddenly like extremely good. You shouldn't talk like that, Wayne. I mean, That's the, not the, funny. You, yeah, Miss, I mean, Miss Finch is right. Joking about the devil is. That's blasphemy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's bad wanna, luck at the very that least. Business. None of that. Well, where's our? Let me get everybody in the in the in the van uh, truck. Yeah, let's look. Let's look at this map. 
All right, all right. So, Robert, looking at the map, you see that there actually is a fork on this map, but it just sort of goes around a little set of trees and joins back onto the road and then carries off into the distance. don't know why you couldn't see it before. It's, like, plainly there. Hmm. Look at that, right? Ro- we just keep going. All right, well, let's, um, let's get this uh, the show on the road. Yeah. Um, so the, the rest of your drive to WAGM is uneventful. You arrive to the radio station just in the nick of time, and setting up and performing your show goes absolutely smoothly. And then right at the end, Roy, instead of playing the closer that you normally play with Della, you start to like move your fingers to play it, but a different song comes out, and suddenly you're singing words that you don't, you didn't write. You're playing a completely different song. And that is where we'll end today's scenario. Mm. <laughs> that was fun. So that's the story. That's fun. What a great introduction that would be if you had never played yeah. a TTRPG mm. before. Mm. What a great introduction. I'm I'm afraid that last night we watched uh, Nope. And when we it were was, walking it's... down that corridor, I was in that square little corridor. I couldn't get that. Out I was, I was thinking, I was thinking the same thing, Tom. I was like, we've been sucked up, and we're we're inside the belly of the beast. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's um, so. You, you found basically everything. Um, congratulations. Um, the the long and the short of it is. It's all well and good to be an elder god, but if no one knows who you are, then you don't really have the influence. So uh, from time to time, there are unlucky souls that are on a wayward journey that get co-opted into a grand illusion by none other than Nihilathet themselves. Um, whether you live, die, or go insane doesn't matter so long as you know their name. And that is the entire point of the scenario. Mm. Fantastic. Was, Thank and you those, are, and those, those are the words to Roy's song. Was the light bulb <laughs> That's anything? great. Uh, the light bulb. So this uh, illusion spans all space and time. So uh, if you're like looking through the, like little corners or behind these barriers, there are different objects that have been left behind by other people oh. that have gone through this. So you can find stuff that's super modern. You can find stuff that's from uh, Stone Age. Um, there's just uh, all sorts. There's a there's a D10 table in the module, but you can really have it be anything. I love that. I honestly thought it was a modern, high efficiency light bulb when when That's you said it was too. early, and I was like, "How yeah. cool of a touch!" That's very neat. Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, Holly Buto, Cody McKinnis, Grady Williams, and myself, with Riley Kruger as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.